This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And she's so fucking feminine and ladylike. She's such a fucking lady. Yes, I am. Hey, ladies, and you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. <laughs> Tonight, we're about to get into some juicy topics. Hi, ladies. This episode is entitled In the Shoes of a Side Chick. And um, this episode is something I just came up with out of the crack of my ass. It is, what, 1 o'clock in the morning? And um, I really just came up with this because I was listening to the previous episode that I did, the Entanglement Side Chick Edition. And um, I felt like I was very one-sided. I felt like I was bashing ladies and not being a big sister that understands where you come from and not being a big sister that tells you um that tells you and teach you lessons based off her experience. I feel like I was more like, oh well you're stupid and you're this and you're that. And I mean if you want some harsh loving, that's the perfect episode to listen to. But if you need um a little bit of more understanding and you know somebody being relatable with you and a little bit of hard loving, this is the episode for you. Okay. So, um, I have something I need to say because if I don't say this, then you won't get it. So, let me tell you a story because I start all my episodes off with a story. When I was about 16 years old, I met as a, well, I wouldn't even say 16, 15 years old, I met a guy and I thought this guy was the love of my life. And um, I still I still give him that at times. I mean, he's like the life I live now, this new chapter, he is no longer that. But um, back then, I would say he was, he was, he was the love of my life, you know? And I would just say now, I would just say he was my first love. And shout outs to him, even though he did me grimy and everything like that. But I have learned a lot from being in his presence. And I've learned a lot from that relationship. And um, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I told you guys in a previous episode that you can be a side chick and not be a side chick. Now, let me explain. You can be a side chick to a man that don't have a woman, but you know that his heart doesn't belong to you. Remember I previously said if that man will get up and you know that that man will get up when he's with you to attend to that other woman if she's in need, then yes, you are the side chick because you don't own that man's heart. You know, like his love is for her and that's who he wants to be with. You're something for the moment or you provide something that she just can't provide, you know. So anyways, um, my first love when I met him at 15 he was in love with his um, his first love. And this person took his virginity and she was the love of my life. I should play that song because that's my shit. But that's what she was to him. We're going to call her V. And um, 
when me and my first love was dealing with each other, we dealt with each other for a year before we actually got in a relationship with each other. And um, even when we were in a relationship, it kind of felt like it wasn't, but we were. It just was up and down, roller coaster, blah, blah, blah. So make a long story short, um, he would jump, skip, and run to this woman rescue. You know, and I was like the back burner. I was the one he would call when something don't go right with her or they're having their disagreements or whatever. Or he just wanted to escape from her. You know, like I was the side chick without being a side, like without being that. Yeah, I wasn't giving up no cootie cat, but emotionally I was drank from him. I was just, you know, he was cheating emotionally. And people don't think that's possible, but you really can do that. You really can do that. So, um... I bring up my first just to explain to women that are the side chick. And the reason why I say that you don't want to be number two to anybody is because of the feeling that you feel, you know, and nobody can understand this feeling until you actually go through it. Now, there are men and I hope you guys don't hear my cat. She got this damn bell um, attached to her neck and she's like running back and forth because at this time, this is her playtime. So anyways, um, back to the story. Even women that are side chicks and that's getting paid and that be like, oh, I don't care because I get what I want. Da, da, da. Us as women and us as humans, everybody wants to feel love. Okay? That's what it comes down to. Everybody wants to feel love. That's all you want. And that's all you sometimes feel like you need. And, you know, love conquers all. Right? So, um, so even when you say, oh, I'm getting the checks, I don't give a fuck, da, 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 you have lonely nights, right? So I'm going to get into why I tell women that second place doesn't get a prize, why I tell women that you shouldn't want to be number two, why I tell women you should get your own man, as rough and uncut as it may sound, it sound like I'm going in your ass with no lube, baby, but I'm just being real with you because... I have to, I have to, because a friend that doesn't tell you the truth isn't a fucking friend, once again. Now, back to my first again. Um, just give me a little history, but back to my first. I remember how I felt, and no one can undo how you feel. No one can undo what you felt. That's the shit that customers, you know what I mean? Customers is is your feelings, you know, what you what you went through, that battle that you fought. And it's, it's the worst battle when you fight it with yourself. I went through the feeling of feeling like, why am I not good enough? You know, like, okay, you're crazy over this girl, but you're in my face. What is so special about her? You know, and then I just got into like analyzing like, well, if he's always with me, do he really have time for her? Trust me, he has time for that girl. He's going to make time for that girl. You know what I'm saying? But why is she here if she know I'm here? I know she know about me. Oh, she's stupid because I would never. Or, you know, you just think crazy stuff and you com- you compete and you compare yourself to someone that's just like, I shouldn't even be in this predicament. And then you begin to hate this other woman. Like, you see her as an enemy. And the whole time, sis, he, she's not the enemy. This man is the enemy because he's turning y'all against each other. You know, he knows exactly, exactly what the hell he's doing. All right. He knows exactly what he's doing. And we're just letting him fly by with the bullshit. And we shouldn't. Um, I just say, like, the mental drainage that you go through with being in that situation is fucked up. 
Even if you say I'm getting a check, you still feel fucked up because at nights there's going to be days where, all right, during the day something happens to you and you want to call him and you want to tell him, but you know he lives with his wife or you know he lives with his baby mother. So you can't call as frequently as you, you would want to. And now, as crazy as it may seem, girls, the person you're dealing with, the man you're dealing with, he then becomes your best friend, Right. So you can't even call your best friend to tell your best friend X, Y, and Z happened to you because your best friend is laying next to somebody else. Like, let that marinate. It's a fucked up situation. Or what's fucked up is that he comes to you at night all the time. You know, he comes to you at night all the time. Well, what what's really fucked up is you can't meet his family because his family knows about this woman. And that's the woman that he's in love with. That's the woman that they introduced. They got kids together. You are a nobody in reality. You can't even walk in that man's house. And this is someone that, God forbid, you done fell in love with. Or you done been invested in over a year and some change. And it really started to trip you out because you're just like, once again, why am I not good enough? And sis, you are good enough. You're more than good enough. Okay? You're fucking excellent. You're awesome. You bring shitloads to the table. My nigga, you are the fucking table. Okay? But the problem is, you can't expect someone who is not fully done growing up. And you cannot expect someone to understand or recognize your worth. The moment you start to expect someone to realize your worth... Is the moment you lose your value. Let me explain. If you have a car and you're willing to sell your car and you take your car to the dealership, right? And you tell them, okay, I want to sell this. You don't tell them how much you want to sell it for. You haven't done your research on how much the car is worth. You just, I want to sell this car. The salesperson is going to give you the lowest amount that he can. He's going to finesse and finagle you because he needs something out of you. He knows the value of your car. He knows that. But do you? You get what I'm saying to you? He knows the value of your car. But do you? So when you go to him and you tell him, I want to sell this car, and you're putting the value of your car in his hands... You right then and right then and there, you lost value because his job is automatically to give you whatever the hell he knows he can get away with, where he feel like he went, where he feel like he won. Okay, that's 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 what it is. Um, it's crazy that I I, I say this because. It was this post. I'm going to go to my podcast. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening, please follow at underscore she knows period podcast. Okay. Um, It was a post that I posted the other day and it says the woman you are becoming realizes she can no longer make excuses for unmatched effort. He knows your worth, sis. He just hopes that you don't. That's what it's like. That right there. That's what it's like when you go and you expect somebody else to know what you're worth. So the reason why I tell women you don't want to be number two and the reason why I tell women, oh, you know, um, what did I say the other day? 
number two doesn't win, doesn't get a prize is because I know what it feels like to be that. To be that. And I'm sorry, thank Mama Mo, because I just give out tough love like a bitch. But I'm trying to tell you guys right now, the feeling of him coming to see you late at night all the time and you can't hang out with him during the day or when you want to tell him something and you can't call that phone because you know he's with that bitch or the feeling of when a female... Um, not even a female, his wife or his girlfriend or his big mother, whatever it is, the main woman in his life, his lady, um, or old lady, as some Southern women would say, hits you up with the irony of asking you, why are you talking to her man and X, Y, and Z? And you can't fully give her, like, you know what, bitch, that, you know what I mean? I hate to cuss, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't fully, like, tell her about, tell her about herself because you you done gave that man so much loyalty that he don't even fucking deserve. So you just like, I ain't going to blow his spot up like that. Well, I knew what I got myself into. Well, I got to play my role. It's a fucked up feeling. It's a really fucked up feeling, you know, and it plays its toll on your self-esteem. So how about we play our role as a wife for now on and not play our role as a side chick? Okay. How about we do that? How about we do that? Okay. It can be the most stressful feeling in the world. But... I'm talking about it from the aspect of emotionally. Now, there's women out here that think it's cute, think it's really, really cute to be number two. Oh, he's messing with her. He's messing with me because he really doesn't want to be with her, and that's why he's over here. And no, it's a poem. Um, ooh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a poem that I'm going to attach right here because... What this lady was saying in the poem was true shit. It was true shit. All right? I'm actually glad that you were bold and brave enough to call my house so that we could discuss this woman to woman and try to work some of these things out. So we could compare notes on some dates and times and try to figure out some of his tired ass lies. I'm actually glad to be hearing it from the lift to lift the lipstick on my man's collar. Even though he told me he was working late just trying to earn a couple extra dollars. And I loved and I trusted him so his bullshit I would swallow. Even though my intuition would never let me sleep. So I guess the gaps in our relationship are where you thought you would fit in. Just an insecure woman chasing after a man who's already got a woman. But your pussy's not deep enough for a real man to fall in love with. And this we already know because see your skirt is so short that it already shows your best asset, so there's no point in wasting time trying to figure out what you're thinking after all. He is not fucking you for your mind. And you're still younger, heart, so you think this is real cute? Telling your friends, girl, he's cheating on me because he really wants you when the reality is that we are nothing alike. But when he can't deal with all of me, he goes to you to get me off of his mind, but it never works, see? He gets real still as he lays between the sheets as he's tuning you out. Now he's picturing me because you put up with that shit that I just won't deal with because I'm strong and who I am. And, and he loves that. He loves that about me. It's just sometimes he can't stand the reality that he doesn't deserve a woman like me. And when he feels that way, well, hell, that's when he comes calling me your dirty shit. And just like a child, you thought you would call me to share calling me to disclose to me the color of my man's underwear. And you tell me like I don't already know. Hell, I bought him. <laughs> Trying to tell me about how my man fucks, bitch, I taught him. Yeah. 
why don't you do why don't you do me a favor and when he comes over tonight and he's coming and you're coming and you're both coming at last just simply lean back his head and look him deep in his eyes and you'll see me waving back now in the poem i just played that is not for women that are emotionally invested and it's like sad about it and wants her own man to die. those are for women that are childish as fuck that poems for women that's childish as fuck okay and that thinks that she has one up on another one because she's the side chick okay you're corny give it a rest I'm going to tell you breaking news. The reason why the main chick, the wifey, is who she is, she has that title and you're the side chick, is because honestly, he doesn't value you or respect you as he does her. Okay? Hear me out. There's men that will have their main chick and have their wife, right? And... I mean, have their, their main chick, their wife, and have the side chick. Now, if the side chick ever comes out and says anything to the main chick, he will automatically cut you the fuck off. He is not trying to do anything to ruin his home. Is this who he's in love with? Is this who he's in respect? He gets fear in his heart if this woman finds out about you. I mean, he will delete you off Instagram, Facebook, act like he don't know you, block you, ban you, whatever the hell you want to do, because he doesn't want that woman to find out. And the real reason is because she is his ideal woman, because he has respect for her. And you are fun, being honest with you. So in that poem, that's what she's trying to say, right? Not all women are like this, but that's what she's trying to to um to get at. And for women like that, yes, even the women that are emotionally invested and you know they like this guy and blah blah blah. Number two, don't get no prize. You need to leave him where he's standing. When you stand up for yourself, when a man comes to you and tell you, listen. I got a girlfriend, da, 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 I live with my baby mother. Da. If you would have dubbed that from the beginning, you would have been way farther than where you are now. You wonder why he's running circles around you because he takes you as a joke. Because why buy the cow if you can get the milk for free? I'm going to keep saying this. At this point, I think I'm going to get like a, um, a shirt, a milk print shirt or something. And it's going to say, why buy the cow if you get the milk for free? I'm going to I'm gonna come up with something catchy because I'm sick of saying this shit. I say this shit in every fucking episode. And it's like, yo, do y'all not get it yet? Do you not get it? Listen. Don't be that woman. Don't be that woman. You deserve way more than that. We got that waiting in the clinic silence. That shh, don't tell nobody what we did silence. And I'm so tired of being your hamper that I'm about to dump out those weak old ketchup stained secrets and do laundry in that silence. You like keeping it quiet. But my vagina is not your walk-in closet. You want to stuff your unmentionables through me. Want a place to hang up your insecurities. Want me to keep take of your hand-me-downs and Prada. Women for every occasion to put me back behind closed doors in the darkness. Nobody knows you hold my hand. 
Nobody knows I call you baby, and nobody knows you write anonymous poems about me, the type you can't post on Facebook, because regardless of what you may think I'm worth or what you may think I deserve, I will never be that girl. The girl's only allowed to make you smile when she's making you orgasm. That girl whose day job is daydreaming and waiting for her night job. That girl who's so in love she will turn her body over for your superficial touch. You hide me behind locked doors and bedsheets. Because if you dare reach out, then everybody would know that it was still about me. Know that in your heart and in your mind, you're still wrapped up in me. My tears like you own them. My heart strings, you got them tied around your pencils and fingers. Yeah, you may say it's over, and you may never admit that you love me, but you don't have to, because the silence speaks volumes. You want to hold me in your arms, rock me to sleep, then act like you don't know me. As if the moments we spend together are some kind of down payment, as if my bedroom were layaway. And that's all you ever do is layaway. Curl up beside me, but in the morning, pull up the hoodie and run the other way. I'm like that bastard child. The reason why daddy never stuck around in the first place. But for me, rejection doesn't come every other weekend. It comes when you lower your head and pass by without speaking. And I remember there was a time when you could barely take your eyes off me. I just don't understand why it's not okay for you to love me. I guess you just want me to be that girl. The girl who everyone wants to sleep with, but no one wants to be with. That girl, only good enough for finding a suitable replacement. And I've tried to make up for the mistakes, but you convince yourself that she means everything and you want nothing to do with me. But come on, baby, she looks just like me. Read the signs. Or at least, if not, the facial features. Because I was your first, your only, the prototype, and she's just a duplicate. And you can never make copies without first consulting the blueprint. You know what they say. You know what they say. The sequel's never better than the original. And she tries to write you stories, but you know they're only half as good. So half squinting, you only hold her half as tight as you should. Because your other half is tangled within my bed sheets. And your other half is complete within my mind, soul, and body. And your other half is French-tonguing me Monday through Friday. I'm not fighting for joint custody. I'm fighting for respect. Because I'll never be content with being your backdoor hoe. You're something on the side. You're something to do during those lonely nights. You're closet freak. You will never reduce me to a skank and a whore. And though I love you, I'd rather spend every night crying alone on my bedroom floor than ever be that girl. You deserve way more than that. Way more than that. Stop letting someone put you on a clearance rack. Why? Yo, that's the most craziest question ever. Whenever you do something, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. When you catch yourself in a in, in a situation, no matter what it is, ask yourself why. Ask yourself why. But back to the lesson of this. Um, I just don't want people to go through that feeling. Women. Man, I don't want you to go through that feeling of being number two. Because August, Alcina wanted more from Jada, but he couldn't get that. You see how heartbroken he is? Do you? Do you really? So, yeah, I was so, I was really going in on you guys the other day, and I just had to think, sit back and say, I don't think I'm going about this the right way. I don't think I'm going about this the right way. 
Because I have to tell you why I say that, you know? My first had me really hurt, really, really hurt. You know, and even after he got rid of, when he finally stopped dealing with that girl that he was so in love with, when he finally got rid of her, and yeah, I was next up, and I I was the one that he wanted to be with now because I done, I done dug it out with him, and I proved my loyalty, I proved my love, whatever, and now I have that title, but guess what? Even though I had that title, he was doing me just like he did her, just because you are... okay. Let me get this right. If you dated someone or you was a side chick to somebody and you seen what they did when they were with that main girl, that girlfriend, don't think that you are any different. You are no different from her. What you going to get? That's so different. Yeah, the girl, the main girl may have girlfriend privileges and is allowed to do certain stuff. But guess what? She's getting dogged out and you are the one he's doing a dogging with. So when you become the girlfriend, you think he's not going to cheat? Do you really? I mean, do you really believe that? It's like a job. When you get promoted from a regular worker to a lead, who now has to fill your regular worker position? When you get promoted to a girlfriend... Who's going to fill in your old position? Some, oh, excuse me. I don't know who, but somebody needs to hear this. He is not going to change. He is a player. He is a dog. He is a gallus. He is a, whatever you want to call him. That's what he is. He is not going to change. He's not. When he's ready to get it right, he'll get it right. But it might not be with you. Wash your hands, do your little dance, and keep it moving, okay? Do not put yourself through that, that emotional hurt because you will lose yourself because then you will wonder what is so special about this woman, and then it's going to make you question yourself and all that. It really is. What did Cardi B say in that be careful? Got me looking in the mirror different. Got me thinking I'm flawed because you ain't consistent. Something like that. That's how you're going to start to feel. Real shit. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Save yourself. Because they ain't going to save you. (laughs) So save yourself. Save yourself. Because being someone's booty call, being someone late night stop by, when he's spending at your house telling his girlfriend that he had to work and do extra hours and his phone is ringing from her calling, it's a fucked up feeling. When he tells you he's going to take you on a date, but he got to sneak off late at night or whatever the case may be to take you out on a date. And while he's with you, she just happens to wake up because we have some of us has been girlfriends before, have been a girlfriend before. She just happened to wake up in the middle of the night and he's not there. So now she's calling and ruining your date because she's calling back to back to back to back. And now he got to leave you early. Do you like that feeling? Do you really? I mean, like. Why? If you do, why you like that feeling? Why do you? I don't think you like that feeling. I don't think no one likes that feeling. Especially a woman. Because we all want to feel special. We all want to feel number one. Okay? We really do. 
We really, 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 really do. So, this is just me speaking on why not and who not to be. And please, please, ladies, don't be that bitch. Yeah, I'm cussing. Fuck it. Don't be that bitch. And people are going to say all the stuff they want to say. Oh, well, men going to cheat anyway. They're going to do what they want to do. It doesn't matter. At least if I'm the side chick, I know who he's sleeping with on the side. And he's keeping it real with me. And all that stuff, Sincere, that's her name, then said in the side chick anthem or side chick song. All my Jamaicans and Guyanese, Haitians, Trinidadians, they know what the hell I'm talking about. All that stuff she said in that song was true, but at the end of the day, she still wants her own man. She still wants love. She's going to be hurt. He ain't going to be hurt. He got his cake and ate it too. He got cake, ice cream, and a damn pie. He ain't hurt. He ain't hurt. She even talked about in the song, actually, I'm going to play a song, but she even talked about in the song that if she seen him out with his wife, he would, she would be hurt with his girlfriend. She would be hurt. She says it in the song. This is the number one side chick song. Something like that. I'm going to play the song, but, um, ladies, please. Please do not let my breath go to waste. Don't let my breath go to waste, yo. Please don't because I done said it multiple times. I don't get paid for this. I wish I did, but I don't. Don't let my breath go to waste. Please catch the message. I mean, I want you to act like when you listen to this podcast, I want you to act like you are in church, okay? You are in church. The pastor get to speaking and whatever registrates with you, grass it whatever don't let it fly all right but pick the message up pick the message up sometimes god don't speak to us directly he speaks to us through other people whoever you believe in okay it may not be god buddha allah i don't know but he may not speak to you directly he might be using me to speak to you but today is the motherfucking day that you get a knock knock on your forehead and you say Ah, let me wake up. Let me wake up. Okay? And there's women out there that's going to wake up, that's going to realize it, that knows what I'm talking about, that has experienced this feeling. And they're going to say, oh, well, I'm not going to play him too close. I'm going to use him for what I can use him for. And women that say that, honestly, sis, you don't want to be alone. That's why you're saying that. And you keep on dragging this man on with you, you're dragging yourself down. And the more you entertain something that is not meant for you, that God gave you signs time and time again, that this nigga's on his best bullshit, (laughs) on his best behavior, you are now blocking your blessings. How do you expect your man, your own man, not the one you're sharing, your own man to come and be in your life? If you keep entertaining rubbish, how? How? If you walking down the streets with this damn man that ain't your man, okay? 
and, and you you the you the toy. All right, you the side chick. You walking down the street with this man and you holding this man's hand. Your future husband could have just walked past you and not said shit. You know why? Because when you walking down the, down the street holding this man's hand that you are a side chick to, that you know mean you no good, you now put a bubble around y'all two in the universe. And now other people that walk by see you as an item. So they ain't even going to give you the time of day because, oh, she got a man. It could be somebody right now that's really feeling you and crushing on you, ready to show you the damn world. But you too busy being someone's side chick. So he like, she got a man. Now I know behind closed doors, you cry at night because you're not happy. Because you sick of playing number two. You know what I'm saying? Wash your hands and do your little dances. I ain't going to say no more. Follow me, well, follow She Knows Podcast <laughs> at underscore She Knows Podcast. Well, underscore She Knows Period Podcast. Um, and um, inbox me, you guys. I keep telling you this. I would love to hear feedback. I have people inboxing me off my personal page, but like, inbox the podcast. I'm going to read it. And, you know, if you want me to touch on anything, let me know. Please do. I, I see. I see. I have some people that that listen to my podcast that are not from where I'm from. So I know there are people listening. Okay. So I need to hear from y'all. Real shit. I need to hear from you guys. So yes, follow the podcast at underscore she knows period podcast. And um, as always, ladies, keep it classy. I'll talk to you next time. And um, we're gonna do some things. All right. Later. Confront no girl, not the type of search and contact no girl. If me see them together, me in my feelings, but still, me not.